Hi, Sanjay. Thank you for participating in today's um, Seed 11A session, where um, I'm quite happy and uh, proud to present the Motaris portfolio segments together with my colleagues, Lennart and Mathieu. And um, maybe a few words about um, our structure um, and about myself. I'm Fatmir. I'm the head of operations at Motaris. Um, so basically responsible for the company or for the portfolio after the acquisition and before the divestment. From my background, um, I have a finance background and uh, started my career at Porsche Consulting. And after Porsche Consulting, I decided to join Mutaris roughly three and a half years ago. Operationally, I'm leading one of our three segments, which is the engineering and technology segment, which I will present also later in detail. With me, I have today also Mathieu, who is leading the automotive and mobility segment within our portfolio and who will also provide a very thorough deep dive to our automotive segment and the strategy behind Motaris M&A activities in the automotive segment. And also, last but not least, I have Leonard with me today, who is leading the goods and services segment and who will also present the goods and services segment together with, with us. Mathieu will start to present the automotive mobility segment and also present one of the rock stars in the portfolio coming up. Afterwards, I will take over and finally, Leonard will then finish up with the goods and services segment. Hi, I'm Mathieu Puret, Managing Director at Mutares and the Head of Automotive and Mobility Segment. I'm 40 years old, uh, born and raised in, uh, in France and uh, also in the automotive uh, industry where I worked mainly in tier ones uh, since the last uh, 15 years before joining Mutares. Let me now present you uh, our portfolio. So I would like to present you the automotive portfolio. Uh, today, this segment represents 2.2 billion of annual sales consolidated. We have more than 10 companies in the portfolio, some in standalone, some already built through the buy and build strategy. And this represents around 15,000 employees that we have across the world in all the regions. And we are now, let's say, a global player with the 10 portfolio companies. I start with the, with the plastic uh, section. So all the, the portfolio companies and all these companies are acquired always with uh, the technological point of view, meaning from the technology, we will define the portfolio of product for tomorrow through the technology. If I take the example of uh, Moltex, it's a carve out uh, from Man and Hummel. We have here a 500 million company with operation in Europe but also in Asia and the US and South America. Here we speak about uh, blow molding, we speak about injection molding, welding, all those technologies are today uh, put into the performance plastic part. And tomorrow with the support and the synergy within the portfolio companies of the automotive segment, we will be able to uh, climb the value chain and we will be able to go out, let's say, from the commodity to best serve our OEMs and our customers, partners, uh, with modules and with sub-assembly for the future. LMS uh, is a carve-out from uh, Magna Exteriors. We have three plants located in Germany. We actually today supply the OEMs in, uh, just in sequence uh, for the most part and we provide the, the full range uh, of uh, plastic parts, exteriors, but also in interiors when it comes to injection molding, but uh, also painting and uh, full assembly. 
we propose today uh, a variety of uh, modules uh, for our customers can be uh, front and uh, rear modules but also rocker panel and, uh, and roof panels we uh, acquired uh, this year uh, more than eight new customers in lms and generated more than 500 million of uh, new business and this is uh, just within 18 months of activities and uh, having this company in our portfolio SFC Group uh, consists of SFC with operations in the US, uh, operation in Europe and uh, in Asia. Uh, we have uh, eight plants in, uh, in India. It's also Elastomer with all its operations and a global footprint. And it's uh, the last acquisition that we have made in 2022 of Sealanx, based in France, Morocco and uh, Romania. Here we speak about uh, extrusion. We control the full technology, meaning from the mixing and the own composition and formulations that we have for our raw material to the extrusions, to the productions of the, of the parts and sending to our customers uh, directly with added value uh, as we uh, also make some full assembly on, this, uh, on these parts uh, for the benefit of the, of the OEMs. And the last one, Platy, uh, that we acquired in 2019. Platy specialized in wire harnesses and uh, is local located in Poland, Italy, and also in uh, Ukraine. We develop uh, Platy very much uh, from a pure base automotive company with a certain diversification in other industries and other sectors. And we are pushing to become uh, on, the, on the verge of, uh, of the favorite, let's say, tier one and uh, mix with, uh, with OEM indirectly customer. Let me introduce then the, the OEM and the service part of this portfolio. Start with uh, Innovis, which was uh, carved out from Valmet Engineering. We have today uh, 450-500 engineers, uh, which are located in Germany, but having a satellite also in, uh, in India, having some locations in Spain when it comes to, uh, to testing. So we will do uh, uh, the, the full range of services for the benefits of the OEM when it comes to uh, testing, but also small series. We worked in the past with a, with a Porsche Cup. We will be able, let's say, to transform cars uh, and to be able to, to work with uh, preparators. And this is an open door uh, for the rest of the portfolio to the innovation. Um, so Innovis is there uh, as a synergy to give some additional power on the engineering when it comes to the future and design uh, the innovative path for our full segment. The latest acquisition, Peugeot, which is uh, signed today, uh, we will uh, close beginning of 2023. Well, it's, uh, it's uh, the first OEM that, uh, that we have within our segment. Uh, we are very happy and very proud uh, to uh, becoming the owner of the oldest motorcycle manufacturer in the world, Peugeot. Uh, we see a great potential of, uh, um, of intensifying uh, the, the work which was uh, started with, uh, with a partner, Mahindra, and uh, we see a lot of potential to grow the sales in the different regions and to bring this company uh, to the next step. The last part, uh, the, the metal parts, we speak here again about technology. First of all, with, uh, with Wagner, this uh, acquisition which uh, we signed and uh, which will be closed beginning of 2022. 
Here we are bringing uh, the full machining power and the full assembly power that uh, Magna is known for uh, Europe-wise. Um, and we will be able to bring this company to a next dimension first through the synergies we have within our uh, metal portfolio, but also through diversification pro projects. CMOS, uh, CMOS is, uh, is famous since the, the 70s. Um, this was uh, actually a name coming from Citroën and Tomosh, uh, tackling the, the new market, the, the East market. Um, here, uh, we are approaching from the technological point of view of uh, high pressure die casting, so aluminum casting, iron casting. We also do some forging but uh, we will do the full part, meaning we control uh, also the, the heat treatment uh, and, uh, of course, uh, the machining part, which will be uh, empowered even further uh, with the acquisition of, uh, of Magnas we just discussed. Today, Chimos is, uh, is based in the Balkan, so it's, uh, it's supporting also our strategy to be placed close to our customers and, uh, and, and to go uh, and uh, develop our portfolio uh, within uh, Europe, but also within the, the globe. And uh, today we are, we are producing uh, turbochargers, so we know, uh, let's say, what means constraint in a product, constraint in the material, and the know-how that we have uh, will be deployed through innovation to go even further in uh, our product portfolio analysis. Primotex Group um, contains Primotex, which uh, was a carve-out from Tech4, and uh, we have two plants in uh, Torino region in Italy, and Rache Unformtechnik based in, uh, in Germany. Both companies are in the forging business, uh, one specialized in big volumes uh, and and smaller uh, shapes and uh, weights, and the other one specialized really much in a uh, in, uh, bigger shape of uh, forging parts. Both are coming with a, with a full range of, uh, of machining uh, capabilities. And today we can say that uh, the Primotex group, in terms of uh, forging capability, has a, has a very unique position on the, on the European market due to the capacity of the, of the press and the machine park that, uh, that we have in-house. And the last one, Kiko from one side and ISH, both are sharing the same technology when it comes to uh, stamping, when it comes to uh, bending, um, and when it comes to the product portfolio, as uh, both are, are working in uh, inches. Um, and uh, we can say that today we are able to tackle different markets, having uh, Kiko base in, uh, in Germany and uh, having some plants in uh, East Europe and having ISH with a manufacturing plant in China and uh, also in Europe. Uh, we are able to, uh, to jump on some new platforms with, uh, with our customers and uh, we are also very happy to, uh, to benefit from the synergies from the, the full group. Now, I would like to present you something very special to my heart, uh, which is uh, let open, let's say, by uh, the fact that the transformation is happening on the automotive market. Uh, we understand the new trend, we understand the electrification, uh, we place our product portfolio in that direction uh, when it's not uh, already fully made. We uh, also find the place in these conditions and in this market to create a better partner. And this better partner is uh, uh, the new kid on the block, this new rock star that uh, we will create within the next month, which is the plastic group. 
So this new player uh, on the globe will represent 1.2 billion in terms of sales. So we'll create, uh, let's say, a new player with a already a sizable uh, footprint, both in terms of customer portfolio, product portfolio, but uh, surely on the top in terms of global presence and technology behind it. So today, with this group, with this new rock star, uh, we are tackling the globe, we are tackling platforms, and we are able to produce any kind of plastic parts for exterior, for interior, for structure parts, uh, but also all high-performance parts. And uh, this group uh, will have uh, a very unique uh, range on this, uh, on this market and a unique global presence with uh, the spirit uh, that we bring at uh, Mutares, meaning going out from uh, the big group and jumping into this very agile and, uh, and flexible way of uh, making business facilitated uh, by flat organizations and also the, the capacity of speed. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to present you the automotive and mobility segment. Uh, and I'm now glad to, uh, to give it up to uh, Fatmir. Thank you. Thank you, Mathieu. Very interesting what's happening in the automotive and mobility segment. I'm happy now to present the engineering and technology segment, which is for us the late cyclic segment in our portfolio. We have 12 portfolio companies with 7,000 employees and annualized turnover of 1.3 billion. We have in total, as I said, 12 companies consisting of different companies from different backgrounds. And today I will also present the example of them. Before I do that, um, as you can see, we have quite different entities with different backgrounds. For example, the Dongus Group is a classic buy and build strategy portfolio company um, in, our, in our portfolio. Whereas we have also standalone businesses um, like Bosco Energy or Kissim in France. I would like now to introduce NEM. NEM is a carve out from Siemens Energy, which we have acquired during this year. The date of closing was end of November in a classical asset deal. The headquarter is in the Netherlands in Sutavate with 260 MPs. NEM is a specialist for boilers and is a classic. EPC. So it's an engineering procurement and construction business. We don't have with them in on production, but rather have a very strong supply chain, which is providing and fulfilling then the operational demand. The sales of the company was in 2021, 150 million, whereas we expect the sales in 2022 of roughly 200 million. And for next year, 2023, we expect a sales of 230 million plus. With NEM, we have the opportunity um, to not only have a profit-making company, but also to optimize the processes further and also to increase the profitability of the business. I will also show you in a second how we are targeting an EBITDA of more than 11 million euros in 2024. And our big target is to bring this company to an EBITDA of 15 million plus. The company offers basically three different products. It's the large heat recovery boilers. It's the modular heat recovery boilers and also the exhaust and diverter systems. As we can see, we have a very strong majority of the business in the large heat recovery, whereas we here try to make the heat transfer as efficient as possible. 
the absolute USP of the business is the unique design, which is very aligned with the customer, but also the low emissions and the very reliable power supply. For the other two parts of the businesses, we are working with similar customers, whereas for the exhaust and diverter systems, we see a very long lifetime of our products. We have a very fast response and our operations is very flexible. So all in all, with these three product segments, we are targeting to make energy greener and also to fulfill the customer's demands as good as possible. We see from the EBITDA of 2.5 million in 2021, a very strong growth lever by targeting or by looking at basically three different pillars. First of all, it's the volume effect. We have with NEM, a company which is still working together closely with Siemens Energy. Siemens Energy is providing a lot of business, so by meaning having also secured all the backlog for the next two years, which is also picking up as the increase in demand on the global scale is absolutely evident. We have also a margin effect through operational improvement measures, which have already been implemented during the year 2021 and 2022. And we also see the OPEX absorption, so the other operational expenses, is, is basically kicking in. So for 2022, we are targeting an EBITDA of 8.2 million. And for the next year, we are aiming 11.4 million in EBITDA by also focusing strongly on the volumes by also focusing strongly on further absorption of the OPEX and also stabilizing the business. Our overall target for the company is to get to 15 million in EBITDA and also to make it to one of the most successful Mutaris operational improvement cases we have seen so far. This was NEM. I'm very happy to have presented to you one of the great cases in 2022. And you can be sure that NEM will be one of the rock stars in our engineering technology market. And for now, I would like to head over to Lennart. And if there's any question, please, anyway, let us know. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. My name is Leonard Schley. I'm with Mutari since 12 years and running as Managing Director of the segment Goods and Services. The Goods and Service segment is a pretty well-diversified portfolio of pan-European production and service companies of various sizes, from 30 million in sales to 700 million in sales. Generally, the scope of the industries is less exposed to, I would say, uh, economic risk or recessions because all the product and services are pretty much essential elements of our day-to-day -day life. And even during exogenous impact, like the COVID pandemic, the segment pretty much balanced it out itself. For example, Fazana, which you see in, in the middle of the slide, which is uh, producing napkins for home and out-of-home use, was heavily impacted from the shutdown of daily life and the ban of private gatherings. So clearly a victim of the virus and its consequences. Whereas during the same time, La Paire, which you see at the top left, kind of a French version of a do-it-yourself store, home center, experienced a very extraordinary demand for their products and services, such as bathroom refurbishments and new kitchens. So basically, people spend their money to brighten up their homes instead of going on vacation. So let me quickly walk you through the segments that you see on the slide before we are doing a deep dive into one particular company of the segment, which experienced pretty high traffic of transactions within the last months. So let me start with La Paire, which I already mentioned. 
It's a DNY store in France with more than 200 locations. Frigo Scania is the company I will do a deep dive to in a minute, so I will skip that. Terranor is a company providing road services in the Nordics. So road services basically means de-icing during winter and maintenance during summer. And is currently highly successful in gaining market share through winning numerous tenders and extending their services. Ganta is a general contractor and an expert for high quality interior fittings. And for example, build stores for Tom Ford or Dyson. And due to the premium services, they will not be impacted even if the building and construction sector might see a dip possibly during the next year. Keeper is producing plastic products for household, kitchen, storage application, and now also focuses on a very profitable kit segment. Of course, we also set up a very sustainable product line with recycled plastic, granulates, and main customers are the big retail chains. Pepa Team is a French service provider for maintenance and refurbishment of private homes with own and subcontracted painters, joiners, and electricians. Main customers are insurance companies basically sending Repartim employees or their subcontractors to fix damages in private homes covered by the insurance policy. Fazana, I already covered during the introduction, they're producing napkins. Zabu is a very esteemed German brand for lawn mowers and main focus of our improvement program were the European expansion and the extension of the product portfolio following the underlying trend of electrification. XC and Sirti at the bottom left are both Italian-based companies and they are engaged in planning and constructing hardware for mobile networks from, uh, and from high to low voltage power supplies. And they're also following the trend of setting up the infrastructure for renewable energies. Asteri is a Swedish provider for cleaning services, whereas Palmia, which you see at the bottom right, signed but not yet closed, uh, is basically covering the same services in Finland, but even with a, a more extended product portfolio for the daily life, for example, also security services, canteen, property maintenance. And the last one, Arriva, also signed but not closed yet, is providing public and private transportation with trains and buses in Denmark, Poland, and Serbia. So let's do a deep dive now into Frigo Scandia, uh, which we took over in December 2021 from the state-owned Postenorje, located in Helsingborg, south of Sweden, roughly 1,000 employees, 250 million sales, and the negative EBIT of minus 1%. So what is Frigoscandia doing? They are a one-stop supplier and temperature control logistics, and they're providing services for transportation and warehousing. When it comes to transportation, they cover the full Nordic market through an own network and through a partner network in order to provide full and less than full truckloads, groupage, and charter business. And when it comes to warehousing, Frigoscandia operates own warehouses in order to do storage, handling, and picking for numerous customers, for example, IKEA as the biggest one. On the very right-hand side of the slide, you see the uh, locations and the footprint of the company with its own warehouses, offices, terminals. So the main challenge of Frigoscandia when we took over 
besides a no benchmark cost control was the underrepresentation of a consistent strategy. Before we took over, the company started to expand to mainland Europe uh, in order to become a considerable player in the one-stop temperature control logistics market. But since size for that approach considerably matters, it would have involved significant investment uh, in additional locations. And we perceived it as rather reasonable to follow a strategy of geographic focus instead, which is the Nordic region. Hence, the strategic refocus on the Nordic region, meaning Denmark, Sweden, Finland, and Norway, but with the main focus on Sweden, is the main lever of our improvement program. That basically led to the uh, to three transactions in the last couple of months, meaning the divestment of one legal entity, meaning Frigoscandia France, where we achieved the positive purchase price, which we then partially used for acquiring Polar Fract and GKT. So we divested France as the starting point for our geographic refocus. And we acquired Polar Fract as the first acquisition, which is in Norway, and basically suits very operational synergies. Polar Fract is operating one-way trips from south to north of Norway, and Frigoscania was basically operating the opposite direction. And since trucks always should run with full loads back and forth, and this is a major synergy case for our, for our operations. GKT is an acquisition of a network, basically in order to strengthen our own network, in order to ensure that no other competitors basically engage in that particular region. So what does it mean in numbers? We have seen a slight negative EBIT in 2021, actuals of roughly 250 million revenues and roughly 52 million in gross profit. Uh, the 2022 forecast numbers see a good increase in revenues by a combination of volume and price increase besides the rapid increase in energy costs and diesel prices. So we achieved break-even result in this year already. And on the right-hand side, you see the outlook for 2023 to 2025, where we follow a clear path of operational improvement. We figured that we will have above 10 million in improvement measures realized until 2025 in order to achieve then an EBIT of roughly 19 million, which is 4.7%, whereas the industry benchmark is 4.5%. So that was the overview of the goods and service segment of Motaris and the deep dive of one of its major uh, entities, uh, which is Frigoscandia. Um, I hope you enjoyed the uh, presentation of Mutaris. And thank you much for a very kind attention and all the best. Disclaimer. As described in our legal section on our website www.seat11a.com, this publication is just for informational purposes only. This means it is not considered to give you any investment advice. 
Any opinion or recommendation expressed by the companies is neither given nor supported by us and should not be considered an investment advice from our side. Also remember that any opinion or recommendation expressed is subject to changes without further notice. The content itself is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, completeness, or timeline of its content. Seat11a.com and its employees disclaim all liabilities for any loss that may arise in any form from any use of information in the video slash audio and from our website. We neither express any opinion on the future value of any security or other investment vehicle, nor recommend any investment based on the information given. Please consider the publications and our website as a platform for companies to present themselves, but you need to seek financial advice from an expert regarding the accuracy and appropriateness of the material presented or recommended by the companies in the publication, as we are just considered a publisher. We may hold and trade any time securities in the presenting company, may it be a listed or private company. By consuming our content, you agree to these terms and the terms in our legal section on our website.